0: From the PSIA AASI Mobile Studios in Edwards, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. Special guest tonight, we're going to be chatting with Dave Beelen, And Dave has just completed a study on beginner conversion. Uh, Dave, can you tell us the name of your company and what this was all about? Sure, yeah. Thanks,
1: George. Uh, this is Dave Beelan I'm the Director of Consulting Services at RRC Associates. We're a consulting firm based in Boulder, Colorado, and we specialize in tourism and recreation recreation research. And we focus a lot on mountain communities and ski resorts. So the beginner conversion study is a multi-year study that's really trying to document the experiences and uh, feedback from beginners who come and try skiing and snowboarding.
0: Now, who wanted this done?
1: So the study is an effort that's, sponsored by multiple organizations, including PSA, IA, Aussie, as well as the uh, National Ski Association, and it's a multi-year effort to try to understand from the industry's perspective what beginners are, are coming to experience, what they like, what they don't like, how likely are they to come back, and what can resorts and, and instructors really do to improve the chances that beginners want to return.
0: Now, that's a pretty large topic to cover. How did you go about this?
1: So we worked in conjunction with over 30 ski areas across the United States in all regions of the country and worked with them to uh, do some surveys with beginners, people who took lessons, or even people who didn't take lessons. Maybe they just rented equipment and uh, were beginners. And we followed up with them with a survey via email and ran them through a couple of questions to tell us what your experience is like. What, what did you like the best? What did you like the least? Why did you come out and try it in the first place? And so in conjunction with those 30 skiers, we came up with some overall findings. Uh, that was the basis of the study.
0: Now this is of special importance to you as well because you are also an instructor, correct?
1: I am. I, I was fortunate enough to work with you, George, last year at Eldora Mountain Resort outside of Boulder, Colorado where I am a uh, level two alpine ski instructor.
0: And what was one of the the findings that kind of stood out to you uh, as far as the number of active skiers and snowboarders in the U.S.?
1: Well, that's one of the main motivations for this study is that over time we've documented that the number of people in the United States who participate in skiing and snowboarding has been relatively flat over the past 20 years. It's generally between 9 and 10 million people. And the industry, if, they're gonna, if it's going to grow, really uh, decided a few years ago that, that leveraging beginners and new people coming into the sport was the most important point of, of leverage that they had and really making sure that people who come and try it for the first time come back for a lifetime. And uh, without, without that important conversion, which is what beginner conversion Study is all about. We can't grow the number of participants in snow sports, and we're at this sort of plateau at around 9 to 10 million people.
0: Now, as instructors, I mean, at least for me, when I'm thinking of a first timer, I'm thinking of that person who's in the first time on ski or snowboard lesson, but uh, not everybody who comes up for the first time takes a lesson.
1: Yeah, exactly. And that is one of the surprising things where. When we look at people who are coming for the first time, about half of them don't take a lesson. And these are people who might be learning from a friend or a family member or who just think, oh, I can just do this on my own. How hard can it be? And so 50% of our first-time visitors to ski areas nationally aren't in a lesson. And that's a real aha for ski areas to understand how can we get these people into a lesson they they come and they rent equipment and and they go straight out to the slopes and perhaps there's way we ways that ski areas across the country could intersect with these folks a little bit more effectively and and convince them to take a lesson and that could be having some instructors out on the, the beginner hill giving tips to people who are clearly struggling it could be um you know having your rental shop employees really making sure that the people who are renting equipment know the value of taking a lesson for that first time and, and encouraging more of our visitors to to really get into that lesson.
0: Now, you had mentioned a little bit earlier that uh, some of the reasons why people came up and tried skiing or snowboarding for the first time. Can you get into those a little bit more? Sure, yeah. I mean,
1: um, you know, this may not come to this, as a surprise to some folks, but really the motivations that, that people who want to try skiing and snowboarding it's really their friends and their family members. Whether it's um, spending time with them, people who already ski and snowboard, or a group of people who come together, who none of them have skied or snowboarded before. But you know, skiing and snowboarding are you know social sports, and people like to do it together, and it's a shared experience. And it's the type of thing where we need to understand uh, as instructors. You know, and we talk a lot about student-centered teaching and you know, what are the students' motivations when they come out to take a lesson. And this, you know, study was helping to document exactly why um, all beginners come out and try snow sports, whether they take a lesson or not. And so the, the idea is, like, is that if people are coming because their friends and family are motivating them, you know, it scares have a lot of employees. Maybe those employees have friends. Who might want to try snowboarding and skiing. Uh, uh, Ski have seasoned householders maybe they have friends or family or neighbors or co-workers who might like to try skiing and snowboarding and so your best sales force really is your existing customer base and your existing employee base to work through them to get more people to come up to try skiing
0: and snowboarding. Now I'm just thinking here a little on an aside but Friends and families taking a first timer up and then saying, well, and I'm going to teach you how to ski, and they take them up to the top of the mountain, and the person never wants to ski again. Exactly. Unless you're at Beaver Creek, of course, where the beginner's train is at the top of the mountain. Well, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's
1: exactly the scenario. My, My girlfriend is going to teach me, my spouse is going to teach me, I I tell you what, a a ski lesson is a lot cheaper than a divorce attorney, so (laughs) make sure you don't try to teach your significant other yourself. Put them in a lesson.
0: Now, I'm looking at your graph here, and the numbers are really surprising to me on this. Uh, In 16 51% of your respondents said that they came out because of... Uh, they wanted to join family or friends, and uh, it was only one percentage point different in fifteen, sixteen. But way down at nine percent was marketing.
1: Yes, um, you know, yeah, skiers can you know have special offers or deals, and of course, there's you know, learn to ski and snowboard month in January, where there is an emphasis on trying to get people to come try skiing and snowboarding. But at the end of the day. Um, you know, it's hard for somebody who doesn't know very much about skiing or snowboarding themselves to just kind of wake up one morning and say, "Hey, I saw a coupon online. I think I'm going to try skiing." It, it, uh, it's a it's a complicated endeavor to go skiing and snowboarding, and, and really, it helps to have a friend or family member or coworker or neighbor who who already skis and snowboards to help them along. And we've all been in the experience where somebody asks us as instructors, they know we're an instructor and you might see somebody in town and they ask you, Hey, my friend's coming into town. Where should they go? How should, where should they get their equipment? And and we're really the ambassadors to, to the mountains. And, and, um, you know, so that personal touch of a friend or family member or somebody, you know, to help encourage you and show you the ropes when it comes to going out in the mountains is really critical.
0: So Dave, it seems to me like Learn to Ski and Snowboard Month has a real opportunity to bring in some numbers and really bring that up.
1: Yeah, I mean the way way we look at that is that friends and family are are very important in terms of helping newcomers along the way, but a, a, a marketing effort and a promotional effort like Learn to Ski and Snowboard Month can really tip the scales and give somebody that extra push that they need to try skiing and snowboarding um, and and by advertising and getting more information out to people and encouraging them to come to the mountains.
0: Now, it also looks like people who try it, their intent to continue is actually quite high. Um, But there are reasons why they they don't allow that to happen.
1: Yes, I mean, that's a real testament to the positive experience that so many beginners do have their first time. Their, when we asked them about their intent to continue on this survey, we did get very, very positive responses. and uh, it really shows how you know how much of a good time people did have. At the same time, we know that if, if everyone who said they were planning to return actually did, we would see a lot higher numbers uh, in the return. So I think it's really saying that resorts have an opportunity to capitalize on that high intent to return, realizing that not everybody's going to, but that it is a good, a good indicator that uh, our students and, and non-students are enjoying that first day.
0: Now, a little bit of a surprising uh, find here as well, for especially for us who are members of PSI ASI. Uh, what was the most positive experience that beginners said they had?
1: Well, we had a lot of great answers to this question. It was just an open-ended question. What do you like best about your day? But clearly the most dominant message that we heard was that the instructor was the most critical part of that first day, The, the thing they liked the best. We saw so many positive comments mentioning how patient the instructor was, how helpful the instructor was, how knowledgeable the instructor was. And so as instructors, it's just a reminder what an outsized role we play in that very first day.
0: What was the most negative aspect to a person's visit?
1: Well, people mentioned things like falling and the cold, but the the thing they most mentioned that they didn't like was actually also the instructor. And there are students who just didn't quite get the the lesson plan that the instructor was trying to lay out, or there were a variety of ways they just weren't connecting with the instructor. So again, it reminds us how important as instructors we can be. We can either make or break that person's day.
0: So what are overall, to sum up, some of the lessons learned that you've uh, brought up from this study?
1: Well, it's it's a um, a great study. It has a wealth of knowledge, and it really provides not only instructors but also ski areas some great information about some ideas of how they can continue to grow skiing and snowboarding by making sure that the person who comes out and tries skiing and snowboarding wants to come back. And so as instructors, one of the roles we play is making sure we invite these people to, to return, making sure we close that lesson, the concluding part of the teaching cycle, and making sure we tell the students, hey, next time when you do come back, next time we'll be working on these additional, uh, these additional skills. And from the resort's perspective, it really shows with that high intent to continue and the positive experience that people have on their first day, that there is an opportunity to make sure that from the skier's standpoint, that they keep in touch with that person, that they encourage them to come back. They send them some emails and maybe some offers to make sure that they understand what the next stepping stone is in their life cycle as a skier.
0: Now, as an instructor taking part in this study, has it changed the way you approach your guests?
1: I think it just reemphasizes the importance that um, making sure that we stay in touch with our with our guests and we provide the best experience we can. Um, I, I keep a list of all of my uh, students that I've had over the years, and um, I email them every fall and say, "Hey, I hope you're going to plan to come back to Eldora this winter, and please, you know, let me know if you have questions and you want to um, sign up for another lesson this coming winter." And so it just reemphasizes emphasizes the, the critical role that instructors play in the whole process of the first day for somebody. It's just their first day. There's many more
0: days beyond that. Now, Dave, I saw your presentation at Manager and Supervisors Training uh, with Rocky Mountain PSI ASI, and uh, you ended your presentation with a quote from Maya Angelou. Could you go through that with us?
1: Sure. I mean, it's a great quote. It, and she said, people will forget what you said and people will forget what you did but they will never forget how you made them feel and i feel like that's a really great thing for us for instructors to remember because of course it's important that we're delivering technical information and it's important that we are knowledgeable on some drills and some skills but at the end of the day it's when people leave the ski area we want them to feel like they had a good time and they were valued and that as instructors, we did the best we could to relate to them and understand what their motivations were and hopefully deliver some information, but at the end, that they felt really great about their day.
0: Now, Dave, is there any more work in this field that uh, your company is going to be doing in the future?
1: Yes, actually, we are just embarking on the fourth season of this study, and uh, because part of the point of this study is uh, to track people over time and try to follow skiers and snowboarders, not just after that first day, but in their second season, in their third season. So we're now in the fourth season of the study, and we've we've already started um, delivering surveys and getting feedback from people, and we're going to continue to to uh, dive into what they say.
0: Dave Bieland, thanks very much for taking the time to chat with us this evening.
1: Yeah, my pleasure, George.
0: Thanks for having me. From the PSIA ASI Mobile Studios in Edwards, Colorado, you've been listening to First Chair. I'm George Thomas.